0: Christian personal growth is a lifelong journey that involves aligning our thoughts, actions, and attitudes with the teachings of Christ. It encompasses so many aspects of who we are spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and relationally. So in this episode, we're diving into thinking about our personal growth, our life as being a driver. So let's get into this welcome to the thought vault where we learn to unlock our minds to live with more purpose and bold intention i'm your host emily vermillion take a deep breath and let's get started Hey everyone, welcome back to the Thought Vault. It feels so good to be back into your earbuds or in your stereo or however you listen to your podcast. I went on vacation and decided to not put the pressure on myself of trying to pump out content before I left or even on vacation. And I have to say, it was so nice. I really practiced being present and disconnecting from kind of everything while we were on vacation, and it feels so refreshing and resetting to come back, and I'm so excited to dive into this. I am a mom of three small kids, and I kind of love, hate being in the car driving places, and we're still in the season of trying to figure out the best time to be in the car for long hauls because we have small kids, and they get sick of being in the car. So we were deciding to, this time, to kick it after the kids ate dinner, and hopefully get some quiet time with them falling asleep partway through the ride, which did work. So my husband and I put on our favorite podcast, and so I had a lot of time to just think about stuff. And this metaphor kept coming up to me, I'd heard before, and it's kind of this context of thinking about your life as a driver, like a physical driver of a car. When we think about a driver, we envision someone who navigates a vehicle on a journey towards a destination. Similarly, like our Christian walk, we are on a journey towards spiritual growth and transformation. So as a driver requires certain skills and knowledge and attitudes about navigating the road successfully, we do have to develop specific traits and perspective to progress in our faith life. And there's a one thing I want to say about that is, I've heard this quote before, everyone dies, it's just at what age you're buried. And it was kind of a light bulb, light switch moment when I heard that because their point was some people just stop progressing at a certain age. It could be 20, it could be 30, it could be an odd number like 37 or something like that, where they just stop moving forward intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, and they just become kind of robotic in the rest of their life. They just do the same thing, the same routines, the same vacations, the same thoughts, the same friends. They don't progress in any way anymore. It's like they just stop. They stop moving forward. They stop having a hunger for more or to learn. And they just end up living this same life every day and over and over again. And I have I have spoken to this a lot in previous episodes. So I would, I would encourage you to just kind of pick one because the whole purpose of this podcast is to really open up our thoughts, open up our mindset, open up our heart to the world that we're living, the the life that we have right now, the time that we're in, because to live intentionally intentionally intentionally, which is the whole premise of most of what I do is this idea that there's a purpose in everything. There's a purpose in this life that we're living and we don't have the luxury of wasting our time. So when you think about driving your car and moving forward, you know, taking down the miles it's this whole idea of like really moving forward and not just getting to this spot where we don't move forward in life anymore. We don't try to challenge our thinking, challenge the habits that we have to make things move forward and be better and have a deeper connection to this world that we're living in that God has given us. It's just this whole idea that if you're here today, there's a reason for it. So we're trying to get behind that idea idea. And using this metaphor, I like using it because I've heard it before. When we're describing going forward in life, thinking about the components of driving, you know, the driver must look through a windshield that gives this forward facing viewpoint with small side mirrors to the side and rear view mirrors to help navigate safely. And as a life coach, I love this metaphor because with my clients, working with a coach, we are focused on producing outcomes. So achieving goals, making that progress I'm talking about. Our goal is to move forward in an accountable and productive manner to accomplish those heart desired goals and to really step into and live the life that is wanted. And so unlike therapy, we aren't focused on discovering why or re engaging with the past to figure out why we're here, what's the issue, but more so focusing on key points from our past, what we've learned and what has happened to us, but then move forward, using those moments and those highlights, I guess, to create action and create as a plan of action to move forward. We have an an awareness of what has happened in the past, like the rear view mirror, but it's much smaller in ratio to the windshield. So your rear view mirror is is small in comparison to the windshield, because we're supposed to use our past and move, not dwell in it, not live in it, not stay in it. Uh, it's to be a tool, is to be a, a, a wisdom guiding thing. And we're supposed to keep trucking. With the side mirrors, it's kind of like understanding the distractions of our present life, maybe the habits that are keeping us stuck, maybe the current issues, health, financial Uh, relationship maybe that we're dealing with in this time. Like those are distractions in our life. Those are things that are happening. Those are like the side mirrors. We need them to navigate, to stay kind of in boundary with what our ultimate purpose is. But again, side mirrors are much smaller than the windshield. The only way to accomplish more is to look ahead, to have this forward-facing viewpoint. So the Bible speaks to so much about personal growth and moving forward, transformation, a renewed mind, a renewed heart, a renewed spirit from the perspective of knowing God. So God gives us this new birth. And I want to dive into that because it helps us have this mindset of being a driver, to to use this metaphor, being a driver in our life journey. And Proverbs 3, verse 5 through 6, this is a very a common, well Established verse that we know because it's on coffee mugs and bags and anything else. It's trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him and He will make your paths straight. So, this verse emphasizes the need for trust in God's guidance and surrendering our ways to Him. Like a driver who relies on road signs and a map, we trust God's wisdom and direction even when the path seems unclear. The part that I love about this verse that sticks out to me is lean not on your own understanding as a perfectionist, as a type, a person, as a person who micromanages and has to deal with that in life and get over that. I've, this has been the highlight of so much of my spiritual growth. It's really letting go of my own ambition, my own ideals and expectations and understanding that God's ways are, are higher than my own. And that is part of why I wanted to bring up this verse in particular because We trust in the Lord, but we also allow ourselves to rely on his ways above our own, which is very hard. So when we're driving part of this spiritual journey, when we're the driver, like the steering wheel, like what you're holding onto for me, visually is like scripture is God. And that is the mechanism that is helping us understand and have wisdom and forethought to make choices that we make and to know the direction we are going. The steering, it's not us necessarily the the driver that has the knowledge. We have to hold on to this mechanism to make the car go. And that is God. And so we are leaning on Him and His ways and submitting to Him so that our pass will be straight. And so when we rely on him, he is keeping us within the lane that we need to be in. And we're going to get into later in this episode, what happens if we make a wrong turn. So some other verses that talk about being the driver using this metaphor, um, one that I like to consider is Philippians Three, thirteen, verse 13 and 14, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Here, the apostle Paul urges believers to have a forward-looking mindset, looking through that windshield, letting go of past mistakes, knowing that they are there, but they're in the rearview mirror, and focusing on the ultimate goal. Like a driver, we are keeping our eyes on the road ahead, and we don't dwell on our past failures, but instead we strive toward our spiritual growth with Christ and being more like Christ. To further drive this point home, you can look again in the book of James, uh, chapter 1, verse 22, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves, do what it says. This verse emphasizes the importance of putting faith into action. Just as a driver follows traffic, rules, and road signs, we apply the teachings of Christ to our lives actively. So Christian personal growth involves not only acquiring knowledge, but also living out the principles that we see in scripture and as examples through the biblical lives of the people in the Bible and the way that Jesus lived his life while he was here. When we think about the traits of a good driver. There's so much more to this metaphor. It keeps on giving. And that's why I wanted to drive this drive to use pun intended, I guess, this uh, point home on how to really have this growth mindset when it comes to our spirituality, to just every area of our life, because we can always continue to get better and have this idea that those, the best is still yet to come to have and live in this mindset of hope. Hope is so life giving. Hope is so provides so much joy because it feels like there's more around the corner, so to speak. And God has called us to be here uh, for a reason. And there's so much life to be lived. So one of the traits of a good driver is focus and, and vision. A driver has to maintain focus on the road and have a clear vision of where they are going. So just like our journey in life, we must keep our focus on Christ and align our lives with his teachings. So this really requires us setting spiritual goals, cultivating a vision to work on our mindset to be more like Christ and avoiding those distractions that really keep us held back or keep us stuck in side mirror views and not looking out of the windshield. And having focus and vision comes back to this idea of just living each day intentionally, living out the time that we have with purpose. Another great trait of a good driver is self-discipline. A driver has to adhere to traffic rules and regulations on our own, not speeding when the speed limit says A certain miles per hour. Christians are called to exercise our self discipline with our thoughts, our actions, and our habits. It means cultivating virtues like patience and self control and perseverance. And so, through discipline, we develop these habits that engage our life in a way that makes it more intentional, like prayer, Bible study, uh, being around people who have like mindedness, resisting the temptations that can derail us. And self discipline is an important part of having a motivation to stay on course. Another trait is humility. A good driver acknowledges their limitations. They seek guidance when needed, i.e. pulling over and asking for directions if it's needed, following the instructions of how to navigate. And similarly, humility is very essential to our personal growth. We recognize our need for God's grace. We ask for his guidance through our prayer life and submission to his will and the wisdom that he provides to us through the experiences we've had through the people in our life and the experiences we witness around us and through the wisdom he provides to us in scripture. It also involves being open to learning from others, valuing diverse perspectives and embracing correction and accountability when it's needed. Uh, Another trait of a good driver is resilience. Drivers encounter unexpected roadblocks, detours, weather conditions. Just like in our journey in life, we face challenges. We have trials. We have doubts. Christian personal growth really requires resilience to overcome obstacles and having the hope and the fortitude to keep going forward. Through faith and reliance on God's strength, we develop resilience and grow stronger in our faith. We go we grow stronger in our ability to navigate, to become wiser, to have more foresight when it comes to issues that come up and solutions to maybe work around those, and it gives us a zeal to keep going, to fall down and get back up. It's this whole idea of this like hero's journey and being able to not put ourselves in the hero's seat, but put God because through reliance on God and through his command, through his priority in our heart and in our mind and in our life, we have the strength and the fortitude through Christ to keep going, to keep our life making an impact and having the purpose God intended for us when he created us. We all have a reason for being here and we shouldn't be complacent or allow things to knock us off track and keep us there. There have been so many wonderful theologians that have talked on various aspects on relying on God, like St. Augustine. Augustine emphasized the importance of self-reflection, and he really focused on the role of God's grace in our personal transformation because he recognized the need for aligning our desires with God's will and seeking that inner transformation through the work of the Holy Spirit. God, when Jesus departed from us physically on earth, he gave us the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, who is God speaking to us and working through our heart and our life every second of the day. So having the ability to align our life with God's will, we all have this inner compass working in our favor and relying on the Holy Spirit to help us is a key element to this whole idea of progress and making forward motion and momentum in our life toward being more like Christ and therefore living out a more Christ-like life, which gives us a more joyful wonderful, well-rounded experience that truly makes the best of the time that we have here. C.S. Lewis emphasizes the importance of surrendering our will to God and allowing him to shape us. He highlights the need to cultivate virtues and engage in this self-examination, recognizing that growth requires our intentional effort and God's transformative, transformative power. And that's something that I think a lot of people miss. And it kind of goes back to Proverbs when he talks about, or when it said, trust in the Lord with all your heart, trust in God, but don't lean just on your own understanding. And we have to have this ability to recognize that we are being intentional with our effort and we are self-examining the weaknesses. So we know Where to rely on Christ. We know how to utilize God's wisdom and strength and power in our life. So, what happens when we veer off course? So, what happens when we veer off course and take a wrong turn? Does God's plan unravel or is there room for redemption and realignment? So, God's plan doesn't end if you take a wrong turn. It doesn't. God's sovereignty and this is this whole idea of God's sovereignty and our human agency. Central to understanding God's plan and our actions is this concept of divine sovereignty and human agency. The Bible shows both aspects in parallel, emphasizing God's authority while also acknowledging human responsibility, this free will. When we possess free will, God's overarching plan remains intact even in the face of any wrong turn we could make. In the Old Testament, the story of Joseph serves as a prime example of this. Joseph's brother's jealousy leads them to sell him into slavery, a grievous wrong turn in Joseph's life. But as the narrative unfolds, we, we see God's plan prevailing despite this betrayal. Joseph rises to power in Egypt and ultimately saves his family and the entire nation from famine. This story reveals that God's redemptive purpose is accomplished even through human error, and I love the story of jo- Joseph. There's that's like the overarching theme, and there's so many more nuggets and wisdom of patience and uh, learning and timing. God's God's timing over our, our own, and just full circle moments that God gives to Joseph, to his family, to grow, to grow in so many hard and wonderful. In huge ways. And I love the story of Joseph. And going further with that, talking about you know what happens if we make wrong turns is this God not only guides us, but he also restores us when we've made those wrong turns. And so in Psalm 32, eight, he says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. And this verse assures us that God remains intimately involved in our lives, even when we stray. The parable of the prodigal son is another example that's found in uh, the book of Luke. It vividly illustrates God's unwavering love and willingness to restore those who have gone astray. The prodigal son squandered his inheritance, made poor choices, hit rock bottom. However, when he came back, his father welcomed him with open arms and celebrated his homecoming. And that parable teaches us that God's plan includes forgiveness, redemption, restoration, no matter how far we've strayed. Augustine of a hippo, he lived in 354 to like around 430 AD. He's a prominent figure in Christian theology, and he addresses a lot in his writings, the relationship between the divine providence and human actions. He argued that even our wrong turns can be part of God's plan for our growth and transformation. In his work, The City of God, Augustine posited that God's foreknowledge encompasses all events, and he can use our missteps to bring about his ultimate purpose. And we hear this often. It's like, even if there's a detour or you take a wrong turn, there's always a get a way to get back on track, to get back into the direction you need to go to end up in the destination you're meant for that that plays out in our lives. So we may make wrong choices, wrong things may happen, happen to us, but it doesn't thwart what God has in store for us. It doesn't change the outcome of our life or the impact for God that we can make in this world there's always redemption. Another famous theologian, Karl Barth, he's renowned during like the 20th century for his works. And he talks a lot about God's sovereignty in the face of human failings. He argues that God's plan is not dependent on human perfection, but rather on God's grace, which is the whole point of the Bible and what God speaks to Jesus's whole life is about God's grace. Barth asserted that God's faithfulness and his steadfast love are unwavering and ensuring that his plan continues even in the midst of our wrong turns. So the belief that God's plan persists despite our wrong turns provides us this hope that I talked about early. Having hope in life is so amazing. When when people have lost all hope, that's when you see destruction and degradation occur at rapid rate. And it really is about holding on to this hope, holding on to this idea of God's, not idea, but the truth of God's grace and his love, and understanding that even in the midst of wrong turns or obstacles or challenges, the windshield, to go back to our driving metaphor, the windshield is always bigger. Than the other parts. The windshield is bigger than the rear view mirror. The windshield is bigger than the side mirrors. There's always a path forward. And when we're holding on to that steering wheel and we are going, we are holding on to God's truth. We are holding on to His word. We are holding on to God to be more like Him and to be able to have the strength to keep going forward. Our mistakes do not derail God's divine purpose for us. And we see ample evidence of this in the Bible and in our real life. As we journey through life, we need to remember that God's plan encompasses our wrong turns. And it gives us the opportunity when we make those wrong turns for repentance and restoration, realignment, and ultimately transformation. We learn from our mistakes. Well, hopefully we do. And we do if we are intentional about having this idea that we are driving forward and not staying stuck. So I hope that we find solace in in this understanding that God's love and providence extends beyond our human limitations, and it allows His plan to unfold in magnificent ways, even when we veer off course. So I wanted to come back from vacation, having to be in the car a lot, thinking about this, and this metaphor just kept coming up to me, and I thought, why not bring this for the first episode back? And really, I, I just am hoping that it illustrates our journey as Christians as this need, this desire, this yearning to keep going forward, to grow, to not die at a certain age and just keep living in a repetitive cycle of life, but we are able to really just move forward and keep seeing things unfold, keep having this hope, this driving motivation to move and to have this forward-facing viewpoint of life that keeps us motivated, challenged, and Growing in so many ways. We learn when we're focused on this viewpoint to trust in God's guidance and develop all those traits I was talking about earlier, having focus and vision and resilience and humility and press forward in our journey so that we can embrace the call to live for more and to live intentionally. And so I hope that you are able to kind of embrace this call to think like a driver. And embark on a lifelong pursuit of becoming more like Christ, because ultimately, driving our relationship deeper and and more toward God and with God gives us this a satisfaction, a fulfillment, a purpose that nothing in this world can provide at the same level. And when we have this visual, this metaphor of being in the driver's seat of our lives, it empowers us because God meant. And means for us to live empowered. Why? Not through our own volition, but because we have God. We have God with us. We have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us, God. And so we shouldn't live in this defeated world, in this defeated lifestyle, in these defeated habits that are keeping us in the same place year after year. But in this empowered, excited, adrenaline-inducing life because we have this hope, we have this foresight that more is to come, that there's a destination in the end uh, and that there's so much to still live out that we don't have to stay stuck. We can have these issues going on around us and these obstacles, but they don't take us away, they help us. They guide us in a way that keeps us leaning to God, trusting in Him so, that we learn to be more like Christ. We learn to understand our own shortcomings because God can overcome those for us. God helps transform us in that way. And it's exciting. It's exciting to think that I'm looking towards a destination and that I'm not just stuck spinning my wheel. So, I hope this message encourages you today, like it has for me. Please embark on this lifelong pursuit of becoming more like Christ to be in the driver's seat to hit the gas to go. Uh, And I'm excited that you're here for it. And I hope that uh, if you like this episode that you'll please share it. And uh, if you feel so inclined, please hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Reviews are so helpful to get the show out to more people and and into more people's hearts and ears. And that would be so greatly appreciated appreciate it if you would leave a review. Make sure to follow the link in the show notes to grab my easy online course. It's called Calibrate Your Compass. Very timely for this type of message, but the Calibrate Your Compass course is self-paced. It gives you methods and tools and like step-by-step routines and help to get your normal daily life and mindset back on track so that you can really carve out this margin in your day to focus on the extras. We all get so caught up in just living out the normal routine of our lives, getting up, going to work, coming home, fixing dinner, getting the kids homework done, getting them to bed, you know, and just repeat every day. So what this course is, it's really helping us Get those side mirrors, if we're going to continue the metaphor, get those side mirrors and check so they're not as big as the windshield and you actually have a windshield to look through. It's clean, it's defogged, it's debugged, and you're able to see through it. And so that's the essence of the course, Calibrate Your Compass. Grab it while you can, while it's super cheap and it's still available. And find that margin to really start living out your day with this windshield forward-facing view. Uh, also, make sure you're jumping into our private Facebook group, The Bold Insiders. You can find the link to that in the show notes as well. It's just a private Facebook community where we connect, uh, get to know each other, put faces to names, have prayer requests and all that stuff. It's just a, a more um, concise area to build out a community around this Christian personal growth journey that we are all on. And um, make sure that you are subscribed to the email list. So those are all my reminders. So until next time, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12 2. go live with bold intention, everyone. Bye for now.